The FinTech 5 podcast is sponsored by NTT Data Services. NTT Data Services, a global business and IT innovator. They partner with clients to navigate and simplify the modern complexities of business and technology, delivering the insights, solutions, and outcomes that matter most to them. Basically, they get stuff done. Learn more at nttdataservices.com. Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. In this episode of the FinTech Five, we are talking with Jennifer Teschner, who's the president and CEO hey, of- Hey, Sam. Yeah. Teschner. Tesher. 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 Actually, no have it phonetically spelled that way. You got it. <laughs> no, here's the best part. We'll probably leave this in because I slaughter everyone's name. It's a, <laughs> even if I know them, I slaughter their name. So this is just for my producer. There you go, Rachel. I did it again. Jennifer Hesher. And I even have it like in bold letters, right? To say it right. <laughs> so Jennifer Tesher, the president and CEO of the Center for Financial Services Innovation, which I will never say the full title again, because that's just too hard. C-S-F-I, correct? Nope. Oh, God. How do you say it then? <laughs> See, you transpose the S and oh the my S God. like many people do. Oh, my God. I did. Even. Oh, God. All right. It's very common, Sam. You're, it's okay. You're in good company. So did you ever think of changing the name to CSFI? <laughs> because it has a nice role to it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the most important question, what is it? What is it y'all do? <laughs> um, so... Uh, CFSI's mission is to promote financial health uh, for Americans. And so we do that by working with financial services and technology companies to help them deeply understand uh, what's going on with the real lives of consumers. And we consult with them to help them build better products and experiences that enable them to make money when their consumers and their customers improve their financial health. I'd say, and it's such an important topic. I mean, you know, you come out of the, um, you know, situation that we had in 2008, and then you look, you know, we're coming up, you know, almost 10 years on, and yet you look at the financial lives of most Americans, it's not great. That's right. You know, I think in the immediate aftermath of the financial crisis and the beginning of the recession, people thought that the situation we were seeing with people's financial lives was a blip. But as you said, we're 10 years on, and you know, today, half of Americans say they couldn't come up with $400 in an emergency. Uh, so people's financial lives are incredibly fragile. I mean, you compound that with, you know, we talk about the baby boomers retiring, um, Gen X coming up on that, and the lack of, of retirement savings for most Americans. You know, we've got a, we've got a major crisis, you know, on our hands and, and only going to get bigger. I mean, that's it's terrifying for somebody like me to look at this. That's right. And, you know, I think Sometimes we think that this was just a result of the financial crisis and the recession. But the fact is that series of events really laid bare the fact that the majority of Americans were struggling financially and we missed it because they were all um, covering it up with debt. But the fact is wages have been stagnant for two decades plus and you know, this feeds into the broader story around growing inequality, but this isn't just a story about um, poor people. Uh, this is a story about the middle class um, and even a little bit above that. 
feeling and feeling incredible financial stress. And we seem a bit complacent about it. Now, I'll tell you one of the things that's impressive when you take a look at your own career path. You know, you've been with the organization since 2004, which no one stays with an organization that long. So one, you must really like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, we'll stop there. You must really like it. Well, what's been the driver behind you staying there for such a long period of time? Well, yeah, I founded it in 2004. So that's part of it. Um, and as we were just talking about, the world has changed so much yeah. since we started. In 2004, what was going on? Uh, Google went public. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg founded the Facebook in his dorm room, and iTunes sold its billionth song or and, something like that. And no smartphones either. Well, I was going to say, the iPhone, uh, we're about to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the launch of the first iPhone, which was in June of 2007. And we were founded because we saw all the changes in technology largely driven by the invention of the internet um, and that it was going to reduce cost to serve and enable uh, financial providers to also reach customers where they are. Uh, and so our mission was always around how can technology help those who need it the most as it relates to finance. But we were really focused on the unbanked when we started. Uh, but with the invention of the iPhone, access was no longer an issue. Uh, the crisis made it clear that this was no longer a niche issue. This was about everybody. Uh, and the fact that Silicon Valley then came to understand the opportunities for disruption made it clear that this wasn't just about banks anymore either. And so for all of those reasons, over the last few years, we've really shifted our frame uh, to focus on this broader idea of financial health. Uh, and uh, it couldn't have come at a better time. So one of the things you do at the center, which is, you know, it's become such a, uh, a cliche in the industry, is you, you do have a, a lab. You have a financial solutions lab there. So what, what we do. You, yeah, what do you focus on there? What, what's kind of the theme? The focus of the lab is trying to find the next generation of entrepreneurs to build solutions to real consumer pain points. So not pizza at two in the morning, but <laughs> how technology and apps can really help people manage their cash flow better, avoid or manage uh, financial challenges, pursue greater opportunities, you know, everything you would need to ultimately improve your financial health. So we're actually today is the judging for our third cohort of companies. Uh, and we have uh, supported some incredible uh, companies uh, who are going on to great success. So I've got a list of about eight other questions I wanted to ask you. So here's what we're going to do. At Money 2020 in October, let's sit down and <laughs> do another yeah. interview. because I, I, I that. Yeah, I have a laundry list. So we're down to the last minutes. This is rapid fire. All right. So just off the top of your head, yep. quick answers. All right. Your husband's an author. So what type of books does he write? His new book is coming out in October, and it's a biography of Muhammad Ali. So support my college, my children's college fund, please. <laughs> So if your husband's an author, don't have him listen to this next question. Who's your favorite author outside, well, of, outside of him? Oh, no, come on. Anyways, <laughs> who's your favorite author? I Really, I cannot give you any other answer. I do read oh a God. lot, um, but my husband <laughs> is my favorite author. Well, mine's Pat Conroy. So there you go. So I'll give you a fair <laughs> one. All right. You know, you live in Chicago. So the typical question here, Cubs or White Sox? Cubs. There you go. So it was a good year, right? You had a good year last year? We have been season ticket holders for two decades. So oh, yes, wow. <laughs> it was a very you. good year. Yeah, good for you. That's that. Where were you when they won the World Series? 
I was at home watching on TV. All right. And did you cry? Be honest. I jumped up and did a dance for joy. <laughs> Good for you. All right. So I'm going to get this last, this last one right. Where's the best place for our listeners to learn more about the Center for Financial Services Innovation, which would be CFSI? Uh, come to our website, www.cfsinnovation.org. Uh, we publish a tremendous amount of consumer and market research. You can come out and see all the members of our financial health network. You can see the companies we've invested in through our lab, and you can find out how you can participate with us. All right. Outstanding. And it's Jennifer Kesher, everyone. There's no N in there. I don't know why we're <laughs> there. Thank you, Jennifer. This was fun, Sam. Thanks. 